Good morning and happy Sunday to all of our HOD podcast listeners. We are back once again here on another Sunday morning with another podcast for you guys. Uh, We hope and pray that you all have had a blessed weekend, that you are all in good health. Everyone is safe. Uh, Everyone is doing well. Uh, We definitely appreciate you guys, as always, for tuning in to our podcast each and every week. Uh, being great supporters and being such faithful listeners um, as we give you guys a podcast to help encourage you, to help to uplift you, and to help you to uh, prepare yourselves and make it through another week. Uh, We definitely want to send a special shout out here this Sunday morning to House of Deliverance Ministries. Um, as of this podcast, we are uh, officially using a full uh, podcast recording set. Uh, have a new microphone, um, new audio, new audio interface, uh, and we are definitely going to put this to great use as we bring you guys the podcast. So we definitely want to thank House of Deliverance Ministries for. Uh, all of this support as we bring you guys a podcast each and every week. Uh, we love you all. We appreciate you. We definitely thank you for um, everything that you have done to help support uh, the ministry in this podcast. Um, we uh, want to continue, as always, to remember our podcast prayer list. Uh, we have uh, a lot more names that have been added. Uh, But we definitely want to remain as prayerful as possible during these last and evil days. Uh, We want to uh, do our best to support one another, uh, regardless to whatever it is that we are dealing with, uh, testing trials, uh, things that come up to to try you. We definitely want to uh, do all that we can to be... um, Supportive to one of another, to one another. Um, I know, speaking for myself, it's definitely a good thing to have folks who have your back, um, and also folks that tell you when you're wrong. So, um, it's a it's a great thing to be able to know that you have folks that are praying for you and folks that are uh, are for you and have your back. So. Let's keep each other's back. Let's uh, be that one to stand in the gap and pray for our brothers and sisters in Christ. Uh, We have uh, uh, Morgan, Diane. We have Quentin Xavier, uh, Maya and Ralph Lawrence Jr. Uh, We have Sherry Wade on our podcast prayer list this week. Uh, Nicole Reed is always uh, definitely keeping her before the Lord in prayer as well as Crystal Harden, uh, Cheyenne Red. Uh, We also want to keep uh, our cousin Eric Ward in our prayer, in our prayers. Uh, I know I saw what he had posted on Facebook for us that he was looking for people to uh, put a word of prayer in for him. So we're definitely going to keep him uh, before the Lord in prayer. Uh, We also want to remember uh, uh, one of the members of House of Deliverance Ministry, Um, Sister Kim Thompson, uh, whose father uh, had surgery, and uh, we definitely want to keep 
him as well as her mother before the Lord in prayer. Uh, we're um, expecting a speedy recovery from his surgery. And uh, we definitely want to uh, keep him before the Lord in prayer as well. Uh, also want to keep the Mitchell family um, who lost their father uh, this week, uh, Pastor Charlie Mitchell who passed away. So we definitely want to keep them in our prayers as well. Um, and also just uh, just pray for all of the family and friends that we have um, that are dealing with any type of illness in their body, sickness, um, pains. Um, you never know what somebody's going through. So we definitely want to keep uh, um, all of our loved ones lifted in prayer um, as they might be going through things in their body. Uh we also want to keep our children that are in school and also those that are away in college in our prayers that God will continue to cover and keep them. Um, the surrounding churches and ministries in our area, as well as the pastors of these churches. Um, we uh, also want to try and remember um, our nation, um, Congress, our president, keep them before the Lord in prayer as well. Um, we are... Uh, we are going into another year where uh, we're dealing with a lot of issues in society. So we definitely want to keep our nation definitely before um, before God in prayer. Uh, we also want to remember the fourth Sunday of this month as House of Deliverance Ministries comes together once again for our service. Um, if you have nothing going on and you're free on the fourth Sunday morning of this month, we would love to have you come in fellowship with us located at 3039 Thoroughfare Road here in Goldsboro, North Carolina, House of Deliverance Ministries. Uh, we would love to see your face in the place. So come on out and enjoy Jesus with us. We would love to have you uh, worship and praise with us. Uh, with all of that being said, you guys, we are preparing ourselves to jump into this podcast so all of you who are faithful listeners know exactly what time it is. It is that time, you guys. Uh, sit back, relax, kick your feet up for as long as you can. I hope the church socks are on your feet, prepared to slide through your kitchen here this Sunday morning with this powerful, praise-filled podcast that we have for you on today. So, with all of that being said, let's get it. God is going to show himself strong because he's able. He's able. And it's going to be all right. Let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back just a little bit.
Stand up real quick. Come on. Come on. Yeah, we gotta stand. Yo, everybody, come get your bounce on. Get your bounce on. Get your bounce on. Don't be cute with it. You gotta get. Come on. Fifth one. Fourth one. Come on. Sing it.
Enjoy God with us today. He will be glorified. So come on and clap your hands and we have some church for a little while. Come on. Come on, clap your hands and give him praise. Praise, glory, 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 glory to his name. 
to clap my hands Put those hands together I come to stop my feet 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 I come to lift him up 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 I come to lift up joy I come to lift up joy I come to lift up joy I come to lift up joy
Samuel chapter 30 and I'm just going to read uh, three verses in your hearing if you're in the sanctuary with me I'm asking you to stand if you're at home I want you to stand I want us to stand for the reverence of God let your children see you standing so they'll know there's something different going on right now it's the word of God first Samuel chapter 30 I'm going to start reading at verse 11 and it says and they found an Egyptian in the field and brought him to David and gave him bread and he did eat and they made him drink water and they gave him a piece of a cake of figs and two clusters of raisins and when he had eaten his spirit came again to him my Lord but he had eaten no bread nor drunk any water three days and three nights and David said unto him, who do you belong to? Where do you come from? And he said, I am a young man of Egypt, servant to an Amalekite. And my master left me because three days ago I fell sick. And all of God's people said, amen. You could be seated in the presence of the Lord. I'm going to share with you for a few moments from the topic designated survivor designated survivor listen many of us found ourselves during this season of quarantine catching up on uh, movies and uh, Netflix series and um, I 
was just scrolling through and trying to get ideas from different people about what I should watch because watching movies is a, well, when I was growing up, it was demonic, but now <laughs> watching movies is a detox for me. I like, I'm going to tell you what I really like watching. I really like watching animations. I love cartoons. I can binge watch King of the Hill and all of these uh, cartoons. I won't name all of the cartoons because all of them are not sanctified as they should be. And I don't want to seem like I'm endorsing them. Come on, some of you know what I'm talking about. Uh, some of these funny cartoons. Uh, but I like, I like adventure. I like suspense. And I fell upon this, uh, this Netflix series called Designated Survivor. A concept that I didn't know if it, I didn't know it existed. That during times where uh, there are State of the Union addresses, where you have all of the Supreme Court justices, you have the president, you have the vice president, you have the head of the house, the minority leaders, the, the majority leader, uh, that someone out of the cabinet is chosen to stay behind just in case something happens. You are, you have been designated to be in a closed in secure place just in case a catastrophe takes place that you'll be the chosen one to lead the way. Now, the designated survivor would not be someone of too great importance. Because we're not calculating that anything bad is going to happen. And we need all the important people in the room. Hallelujah. So we've given you this a seat, but it's really not a seat of honor. It's a seat of convenience. It's, <laughs> just in case. Hallelujah. You're not our first choice, but just in case. You're not our desire, but just just in case and this this series starts out that this is a state of the union address in the united states and all of a sudden uh some terrorist bombs the capitol building and all of a sudden the man who is the secretary of housing and urban development is now thrust in a seat of power my lord i come to tell somebody that's what it's going to look like Get ready for a divine switch up. They didn't expect you. They weren't looking for you. You want that desire. You want their choice. But you were the designated survivor. Mm. We talk about David and how anointed he is. We talk about David, how called he is. But when David finally came into his place, he came into his place in the midst of chaos. He came into his place in the midst of of transition we see that God uh, does a lot of things in the midst of transition don't waste your moments of transition some people it's like when I get there I will do this when I get past this I'll accomplish this but you know you can produce even in transition I feel like preaching here I, I, let me get some scripture here it had been said among the tradition of the Israelites in order for a nation to be established 
that the nation of Israel was going to have to be established with 12. 12 seems like the number of establishing a foundation. Three gates in the east, three gates in the west, three gates in the north, three gates in the south. That the new Jerusalem would have three gates. The New Testament church was established with 12 apostles. So we see this ongoing trend, this, this, this flow of numerology in the scripture that, that will communicate to us that there is a necessity of 12 in order to lay the foundation. Jacob had four women, but 11 sons. He had, he had, a, he had a Leah that was his first wife, a Bihar and a Zilpah which was his handmaids, but one he really loved. That speaks to us that a man can lay with you, but that don't mean he loves you. <laughs> so he had four women, but loved one. Had four women and only two had his name. So if, if he has your body, but you don't have his name, you're not a wife, you're a concubine. Oh, help me, God. Help me here. You having his kids? He having your companionship, glory be to God. But he's not deeming you valuable enough for a dowry my, or a diamond. Come on, somebody here. Look, you can say wifey all day long. But I heard a woman, I was going to say a woman of God, but I heard a woman say, if you, if you like it. All right, so listen. It was understood that there need to be 12. He had four women, 11 sons. But the Bible says when they were in the midst of traveling, while they were in transition, Rachel came into hard labor. Glory be to God. Mm. I need you to look at somebody and tell them my labor has been hard because this is it. Uh, this got to be it. Anytime there's hard labor, there should be a sign of communicating to you then maybe this is the one. This is the one that I prayed for. This is the season that I cried for. Hey, glory be to God. When there's a hard labor, that means something is getting ready to come forth. When there's a hard labor, that means there's a great birthing that's connected to it. I need you to point to somebody and tell them, this is the one, this is the one. Something in my spirit is telling me that I would be going through so much conflict. I would be dealing with so much warfare unless what's in me is about to come forth. And where you are right now, you can't wait to get to 2021 to birth it. Where you are right now, you can't wait until it falls into your plan, fall into your idea. The Bible says right Rachel was given birth in transition. She was given birth in, in hey, hey, hey. I need you to look at your neighbor, tell your neighbor, I'm in transition, but I'm still birthing. Hallelujah. I'm in I'm not where I want to be. Hallelujah. But I don't get to choose that this is the hour that God is calling this thing forth out of me. There's some more eyes I wish I could die. There's some more T's I wish I could cross. But oh, he's brought you into the kingdom for such a time. A time of transition. A time of transition. Hard labor in transition. You know, if you're sick, you want to be at home, right? If you don't feel good, you want to be at your house. But some of us, God says, yeah, I'm fixing it. Well, you got a birth standing up in this season. You ain't got time to get to a place of comfort. It's hard labor, hard place, but this is the one. 
This is the one. She's birthing the 12. And we see y'all be seated. Y'all, some of y'all at home standing up. You can be seated. You have to understand this. That David is finally coming into his place. But the kingdom is in transition. Oh, hallelujah. Why is the kingdom in transition? Because there's one that's been anointed for the throne while somebody else is still sitting in the seat. Nothing is more tense, hallelujah, than to be gifted for something while somebody else who's been evicted by God still has not moved. Glory be to God. There's a squatter is what we call him. Hmm, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You've been evicted. I heard somebody say God is the only one that will fire you and still let you work. Uh, there's some folk in ministry, they've been fired, but they're still working. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me in here. Just because you got a microphone, just because you got a talent, don't mean he's still employing you. Hallelujah. The Bible says in that last day, he'll look at me and say, Lord, Lord, I prophesied of your name. I cast out devils. And God said, I don't see your name on the payroll. You don't get to get paid. Hey, just because you showed up, don't mean I hired you. David is coming into his throne while the kingdom is in transition to the point Saul whom he loved tried to kill him I'm going to say this one more time and I'm going to say it a little slower because I believe it's going to register with somebody that's watching Saul who David loved is trying to kill him that's a different hurt that's a different hurt when people who you're trying to help they hurt you that's a different kind of hurt when it's someone you love see it's one thing when somebody say something about you that don't really know you it's one thing to be when, when somebody tries to afflict you and assassinate you and they are no in close proximity to you but what happens when it's people who've seen you struggle and they should be happy for you what happens when it's people that you helped and they put out a different narrative that they know it's not true and so what did David do instead of trying to get even David distanced himself it takes discipline hallelujah it takes that fruit of the spirit called temperance that when you got something to say that you obey God and you shut up hallelujah there are moments I walk away from the fight not because I don't know how to fight hallelujah there are moments I walk away from the fight not because I don't want to fight but when I was growing up they used to sing a song that says hold your peace and let the Lord fight your battle I need you to point to three people type it on your screen tell them let God fight this one let God fight this one because David if you put your hand on this one you're going to mess up your destiny keep your mouth off of them keep your hands off of them and let God have this one hey, let God fight this battle for you keep 
your hands clean. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, keep your hands clean. Hallelujah. Because anytime if you try to wrestle with a pig, you're going to come out muddy. Glory be to God. Keep your stay on the outside of it. I know you people keep dragging back to you what somebody said and what's what they heard somebody did to you. Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, if you didn't hear it, you don't have to count it. Hallelujah. If you got my address and my phone number and you didn't mail it to me and you didn't call me, I don't have to respond to it. I don't have to respond to subliminal messages. I'm too grown for that. I'm too mature for that. I'm too anointed for that. Call me bougie if you want to. I'm too busy making moves. And I don't have to call them silent moves because you don't know about it. That's why you know it's moves. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Look at your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, let God have this one. Don't you mess up your image. Hallelujah. You're wrestling with somebody who's trying to assassinate your image. Hallelujah. Don't you cause your character to clash. Hallelujah. Because you're trying to defend your character. The best way to respond in this season to people who are trying to pull you out of your character is no response at all because the moment you be silent it's the time God gonna raise the people to speak on your behalf I know what I'm talking about that's why I hide in this scripture that there is no weapon play something right there that's formed against me that shall be able to prosper throw your hands in somebody's direction and shout you're covered you're covered I didn't say the weapon wouldn't be formed I said it wouldn't prosper you so the Bible says David David has to distance himself it takes discipline to distance yourself it takes uh, it takes discipline it takes the Holy Ghost hallelujah that's not weakness that's strength hallelujah when people say things about you that's a lie and you could destroy their marriage with the truth, that takes discipline. Okay, I'm going to get away from that here. It takes, it takes Holy Ghost power. Hallelujah. To remind you of your place in God. Hallelujah. And the Bible says David distanced himself. But what he did do, hallelujah, the Bible says David had gained favor where he had a city. He had a city called Ziglag were men who came to support him. I want to speak to somebody and tell you, everyone is not against you. Everyone is not against you. Everybody is not talking about you. Everybody don't even know you to talk about you. So I want to tell somebody, stop magnifying your opposition and start magnifying your God. Hallelujah. You got more blessings than you got problems. You got more working for you and working. But Bishop, you don't know what they're trying to do. No, no. If God be for you, the question is who? 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 Who can be? Even if my mother and my father forsake me, then the Lord. Hallelujah. He says, I gave your mom and daddy, but if they forsake you, I'll raise you up. I'll raise you up. Then the Lord. And so the Bible says that David had a city. He had men who came to support him. His wives were with him, but it wasn't enough. You got to be careful that when you're going through stuff, you, you, you start diminishing and belittling the people that surround you. You talk about, I don't have anybody, 
well, what am I doing? What am I, chicken liver? What am I? I don't have anybody to talk to. You talking to me right now about you don't have anybody to talk to. As a matter of fact, you don't need a whole lot of peoples. Come on, somebody. You don't need a whole lot of bodies. Come on. All you need is somebody. God will send you somebody. But the Bible says that at a time where David should have stayed still in Ziklag, he went and tried to make an alliance with the enemies of his enemy. He tried to connect with the Philistines and tried to get up with the Philistines because if I can't put my hands on Saul, maybe I'll help the Philistines do it and I won't be guilty. I'll plant stuff. <laughs> I'll, I'll drop stuff in the ear of somebody who will say it. <laughs> and what happens is he tries to make an alliance with the Philistines. And why he's trying to do that. Now the Philistines were a little bit more smarter than some of us. They was like, hold up. Uh-uh. No, no, we don't, we don't want to fight with him. Because the, the head of the Philistines really liked David. But the, the, the soldiers was like, no. Ain't this the one that they sung the songs about? That, that, that Saul killed his thousands, but David killed his ten thousands? It was talking about ten thousand of us. Uh, we don't want to fight with him. You got to be careful about, uh, about people switching up and you easily let them in your space. You don't go from trying to kill me today and being my best friend tomorrow. You're going to know them by the fruit they bear and anybody can change, but it takes more than one season sometime to know what kind of fruit a tree going to produce. Come on, just because you got leaves, I need to see what's coming under that leaf. And if it's real, it can survive time. Come on, somebody. If it's real, if it's real. If you have, if you have jeopardized my trust with you, and if you want that trust back, it should be seen, and you should, you should try to use manipulation to speed up that process, because I'm still recovering. That's what the Philistines are saying. Just because I'm speaking to you, and just because we're nice to you, don't mean we're still not affected by the songs that they were singing. I can still hear the tune. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, David said, okay, well, I tried to help y'all. I tried to fight, but oh, well, I guess I'll, I'll go on back. I'll go back to, to Ziklag. i go back to my place. The place you should have stayed. I want to tell somebody, don't move out of your place. Don't move out of your place. See, see, when you start trying to help God out, you, try, you start messing up God's hand in your life. You start messing up what the performance that God is trying to bring in your life. The Bible says when he went back, they saw off the distance smoke. Smoke. Hold on. You see, you come down your street and start seeing smoke. At the end of the road where your house is, you start speeding up. I could imagine they begin to gallop. And when they got there, everything was burned down. What have you lost while being distracted? What are you leaving uncovered while you're in your Facebook wars? What are you leaving uncovered trying to keep up with somebody else's business? What are you leaving uncovered? What is when the enemy brings a distraction to your life? It's because he's trying to distract you from something. What is that something that the enemy is trying to distract you from? The Bible says all their homes were burned down. And if that's not enough, 
their wives and their children were taken captive. Didn't kill them, but took them captive. And you have to realize in this ancient, in this ancient uh, military strategies, them being held captive could be scarier than them being dead. Now, I, I, now some of y'all may not understand that. What are you saying, Bishop? No, no. You have to realize that during this time, it was not unheard of for the women to be raped and, and the children be made slaves. So imagine the mental torture that these men are going through, not because of the houses being burned, but because our families have been taken captive, hallelujah, by Amalekites. If you thought the Philistines were something, you got to read about the Amalekites. They were horrible people, degrading people. And so what, what do the men do? The men start crying. And it's, it's one thing for a woman to cry and it's not to belittle a woman for crying because a woman is a woman because of the way God made her. God made her sensitive. It's a beauty to a woman. She has an ability of tears. She has a gift of tears. You know, if I get pulled over by the cops, if I cry, he thinks something is wrong with me. If a woman can get the right tears at the right time, he may just look at her and say, well, you know, go on, and this is a warning. I ain't never got a warning like that for tears. Glory be to God. So, so there, something happens when men cry. And I want to lift to you that men cry all the time. They do. You may not see it, and it may not come out in water, but they may stay under the hood of a car. Men cry all the time. They may sit in the front seat of their car in a driveway. Men cry all the time the issue with a man crying is sometimes he's crying at a frequency that the people around him can't hear you took it personal when there's a grieving because he lost something in the midst of his distraction he lost a promotion he lost a place with his wife he lost father and his children and they're crying and and the challenge about when a man cries is a man's Tears of vulnerability is quickly connected to anger. And that's why some men, they deal with anger issues because they don't know how to cry. Some of us, tears and anger kind of mix together. Some of you, if I see you cry, I, don't maybe, I maybe not need to rub your back. I may need to hold everybody else back. Because some of you, when you get good and mad... When the tears well up in your eyes, you better get back. They go quickly from tears to anger. And when they get angry, they got to blame somebody. They got to blame somebody. You got caught up because you got distracted, but now you got to blame somebody. You got pulled away, trying to fight battles that weren't your battle. Now you got to blame somebody. And who they blame? They blame the, the person that's in front of them. They blame David. David is your fault. David says, I never asked y'all to come to Ziglag. I never asked you to let me be your king. 
You chose it. Now you're going to blame me for your decisions. And what do they want to do? It says, we're, all right, Enoch, I'm at my time. We're going to kill him. We're going to kill him. So what, David, what does David do? Instead of pull out his sword, David has this ability to distance himself. David distances him. Yeah, I got a real Bible. I got a real, if you ain't got no Bible like this, you are not saved. I got a real Bible. I've slept with that Bible. David, he distanced himself from the crowd. Everybody want to be a leader. Many people desire the power of leadership. But can you handle the loneliness of leadership? Because when you're the leader, you get, you get a lot of credit. Well, you get half of the credit for the success. And you get all the credit for the failures. You want to be a leader, but can you handle loneliness? Because the same people who will have your back when it seems like you are achieving, they will turn as quickly as they celebrated. Let's kill him. And David is left to himself and God. But he talks to himself first. He encourages him. He got to get himself together to go to God. And he said, the Bible says he encouraged himself in the Lord. And then he said, Lord, hallelujah. Shall I pursue? Because you never told me to go connect with the Philistines. I did that on my own. And look what it got me. So I'm not willing to make another decision without your permission. Shall I pursue? I'm at a place in my life that I'm not willing to make another move. Make another decision. Make another partnership. Start another business. Go into another relationship. I don't want just the release of God. I want the permission of God. I'm not bringing God something and telling him to bless it. I want God's leading. I want God's directing. I want God's guidance. I want God's approval. He said, so I, I messed up trying to do my own thing. And this is what it got me a burned down zigzag. He said, but my kids are gone. My wives are gone. The men are turning against me. Shall, shall I, shall I pursue? And the word of the Lord came to him. Oh, my son, because if you pray, he'll answer. <laughs> I wish I had a witness here. I said, if you pray, he'll answer. Don't stop praying. The Lord is nigh. Don't stop praying. He'll heal your cry. The Lord has promised and his word is true. Don't stop praying and he'll answer you. Somebody point to your neighbor and say, he'll answer. I'm a witness. See, prayer is not a monologue. Prayer is a dialogue. That when I talk to God, I'm expecting an answer. And there's somebody that's watching this broadcast right now. You got some request on the table. And I come to tell you to expect an answer. I need you to look at your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, I'm expecting something from God. I'm expecting something from God that Amazon can't bring me. 
I'm expecting something from God that St. Nicholas cannot deliver on a sled drawn by reindeers. I'm expecting an answer from God. I come to tell you that the Bible says, call unto me and I will answer thee and I will show you great and mighty things thou knowest not. He said in Matthew chapter 7 verse 7, ask and it shall be given. He says, seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door shall be open. I want you to turn to somebody tell them I'm expecting something. I'm expecting an answer from God. Before I make another decision, I'm going to wait on God. Before I make another move, I need to hear from God. Because my last season was a result of some of my carnal decisions. But in this place in my life, I have no more time to waste. I want to know what God wants. I want to pray what God wants me to pray. I want to see God's desires revealed in my life. And an answer came. Tell your neighbor the answer came. Some of you by Wednesday of this coming week, you're going to be able to testify to somebody that the answer came. This world was full of sin and they had a sin issue that they had no solution for until the answer came. I need you to tell somebody what the answer is. The answer is Jesus. You got a million problems, but to all, all of your problems, there's one answer that will settle it. Tell somebody it's Jesus. The answer came and told him to pursue. Go after it. Come on, point to three people. Tell them, go after it. Come on, tap it on the screen. Say, go after it. This is your season of pursuing. You ain't got to wait until the clock strikes 12 on New Year's Day of 2021. This is the moment for you to pursue because the word came and says, not only Shannon will you pursue, but you share. You shall recover all. I'm trying to walk away from this, but come on, prophesy to somebody. Tell them you shall recover all. In other words, God said, I'm not sending you out to be a failure. I'm not sending you out to embarrass you. I'm giving you a word to secure your victory. I'm giving you a word to establish your going. I don't care who's with you. And I don't care who's standing behind you. I'm giving you a word that's telling you that no matter the enemy has gone to remove your promise from your hand. I'm declaring to you that you shall. I need y'all to be an echo. You shall recover all. You shall recover all. Your body is going to be healed. You shall recover all. Your children will be saved.
saved, you shall recall the economy took a hit, but you shall recover all 2020. I, I lost some sleep, but I shall, I shall recover all. I'll be honest, I got distracted, and in my distraction, I lost my place in God. I don't feel the anointing like I used to feel. I don't feel the presence like I used to feel. My gifts are not operating like they used to operate. So, oh Lord, oh Lord, I believe that in this season, I shall. It's not a maybe, I shall. It's not a might, I shall. Oh, come on, somebody prophesy, recover, recover. Recover, 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 recover. Recover, recover. 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 You getting it back. You're getting it back. You're getting it back. And you're not just getting it back. You're getting it all back. You better put a praise in the house. I said you're getting it all back. Recover all, 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 all. This is going to be a season of recovery of your dreams. A recovery of your vision. A recovery of ideas. A recovery of purity. A recovery of presence. You should. Hey, I want you to point to somebody. I want you to type it on the screen. And I want you to declare recovery just hit my account. Whatever you love. Whatever you love. Whatever, whatever you love. Shall recover. 
got faith for that. I'm going to recover. I will, I will, I will. I will, I will. I will recover. I will recover. So David, so David is going. I, I got to recover. But I don't even know which way to go. So he started making movement. And God started leading and directing his movement. Some of you say, I don't even know what to do next. Do what's in front of you. I believe in this season as you start making movements, God is going to start directing your movements. Start making steps. He's going to start directing your steps. He says, Abraham, go to a land where I will show you. Go first and then I'll show it to you. You got to start making steps of faith. But we walk by faith and not by sight. And imagine him as a leader walking by faith, but looking like he got it all together. Come on. You, they already, they already kind of weak. And his group is already kind of halfway want to kill him. So he can't come out and say, well, God told me to pursue no, he said, come on, y'all. We're going to get our families back. Come on, y'all. Uh, that's the kind of confidence. You know, hallelujah. This is what God wants you to be. When I was looking for these screens, and I'm about to put it out. Y'all are watching online. Uh, I know you give the praise team a whole lot of uh, props because they can remember all these words to these songs. I'm about to put it out. They, 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 their memory ain't that, that good. We have these TVs down front that feeds them the words. And when I was looking for the stands to hold the TVs, I kept looking up TV stands. And of course, it kept showing me TV stands, but none of the TV stands would fit for those TVs because I needed something short and something that could be moved at an angle. I found out I was looking up the wrong thing. I was not to look up TV stands. I was to look up confidence monitor stands. These Televisions that are facing the pulpit are not called TVs. They're called confidence monitors. And in this season of your life, you're going to be making steps and people are going to be trying to figure out how you doing it. Oh, you so bold. You got so much in. No, I got a confidence monitor. As I'm making movements, as I come up to this platform, what I need to see, what I need to say is going to be in front of me. Look at your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, I got a secret to my success. Tell him the Holy Ghost is my confidence monitor. leads you and guides you into all truths. It gives you information. 
So he's making movements. And all of a sudden, David says, oh, I don't know what I'm going. I'm just following the confidence monitor. And all of a sudden, he finds somebody. Hold up. I got somewhere to go. Hold up. I got somewhere to go, but uh, there's a black boy laying down here in the bushes. He could have easily went past it because I got somewhere I need to be. But he stopped long enough to serve somebody else's purpose. On his way, on his way, he stopped to minister to somebody else. On his way. Think about how fast they could have been going. But the confidence monitor don't give you the whole song. It only gives you the line that you need. And when, when it stops, you got to stop. And the confidence monitor stopped by an Egyptian boy laying in the field. And he says, who, who are you and where you came from? He said, well, I was a servant to a Malachite that burned down some city a few days a few days ago a few days ago but when I could no longer I got sick and when I could no longer serve gotta be careful cause some people don't love you for who you are they love you for what you give they don't love you for who you are they love you for what you can do for them. And what you can no longer do for them. He says, they dropped me. They, they dropped me. They, they, I come, I'm coming to talk to somebody who's feel, felt dropped in this last season. The Bible says that David fed him until his life came back. He was still alive, but he didn't have no life. He fed him. Chloe, look at your neighbor and tell them God is bringing people into your life. That's going to feed you until life comes back to you. And he says, I'm going to feed you and show me which way. He took the moment to feed him and him serving him gave him direction for where he needed to go this no name black boy was not somebody that was expected to survive he wasn't their choice he wasn't their desire but God deemed him to be the designated survivor. Oh. A businessman in Chicago lost everything he had in a fire. Two years before his son died, now he's lost his whole business in a fire. He said, I need a break. I need a break. We're going to go to Europe. Told his wife and his two daughters, let's go to Europe. But all of a sudden, because of the fire, that was a zoning issue that he needed to take care of. He said, well, listen, we already got the tickets. Y'all get on the boat. 
go to Europe. It was called the SS Havre. Get on the boat. I'll meet you there. I'll come later. But another ship hit the boat while it was in the middle of the ocean. Over 200 people died. Over 200 people died. Y'all get y'all microphones and help me close this out. Over 200 people died. Everybody knows that this ship got sank and over 200 people died. Imagine Horatio spat for this businessman. Lost his son. Lost his businesses. Now all he hears is the ship that he put his wife and two daughters on. It sank and over 200 people died. He got a telegram from Europe. From his wife that says, Our two daughters died, but I saved alone. She was the designated survivor. So Horatio is on his way to Europe to reunite with who's left. You may have lost a lot in this season. Hey, 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 hey. But God is going to connect you with what's left because what's left is enough to rebuild. He came. He came through the ocean and the captain says, Horatio, this is the area where your children died. Horatio gets up on the deck and look over the water and begin to write these words when peace like a river attended my way when sorrows like sea billows roar whatever my life thou hast taught me to say it is well it is well with my soul if you made it to December 2020 if you made it to December 2020 you have been called by God to be a designated survivor there are some people who started with us and they weren't able to finish with us there's some people who went through what you went through and they didn't even be able to come out of it. All right, you guys, we made it to the end of another podcast and we thank you so much for tuning in. We hope and pray that you have heard something here on this Sunday morning that has uh, uplifted your spirits, has encouraged you has prepared you for this upcoming week that we are about to step into um we definitely want to as always uh thank you all for taking out time to tune in and to listen uh we know that usually the podcast lasts for somewhere between uh about an hour and 10 to uh uh, sometimes uh hour and 50 minutes so um we know that that is a uh, nice chunk of time to dedicate uh, to listen to or to tune in to anything. 
Um, anyone uh, that knows my wife knows that uh, when we watch movies, sometimes if it doesn't grab her attention in the first few minutes, she checks out. So we know that it's, it's a difficult thing sometimes, even us as adults, to uh, dedicate that much time to paying attention to just about anything. Uh, but we thank you guys for uh, being such great listeners. We appreciate you all. Um, the podcast is now um, on the Anchor app. It's also on Spotify. And as of today, it was added on uh, Google Podcasts. I'm still in the process of getting it added to Apple. Um, they have a lot of uh, hoops that you have to jump through in order for you to clear their uh not even sure what they called it, uh, but it's a lot of hoops that I have to jump through in order to get uh, the podcast approved for Apple. Um, but we are not going to falter. We will stick with it and uh, continue to give you guys exactly what it is that you uh, look for each and every Sunday. Uh, great music, great word, and an opportunity for us to come together and fellowship, even if we're not in person. Uh, so. Again, on the fourth Sunday, we will be having service at House of Deliverance Ministries. We would love to have you come and fellowship with us. Uh, and aside from that, you guys, uh, just keep your boy in your prayers. Uh, enemy is definitely out here in these uh, in these streets trying us, but uh, we know that he is already defeated. Uh, we thank you all for your prayers, for your love, for your support, uh, and. With all of that being said, uh, we want you guys to continue to uh, to be as faithful as you are, because we appreciate your faithfulness as you tune in each and every week. Uh, we love you. We're praying for you. And as always, we will see you on the other side. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Go ahead, grab your scoreboards. Grab your tambourines. It's time to have church and give God praise. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I just need you to clap your hands wherever you are because it's time to have some church. Listen, we ain't come to play no games. We came to give God the glory and the praise. Wherever you are, clap your hands. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. Come on, put your hands on it. Everybody, clap, 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 clap. Oh, bless his name. Come on, that's it. Y'all know how we do. I don't believe y'all clapping yet. Clap your hands, everybody. Clap your hands. Oh, bless his name. I know y'all know this song. So it's real simple. So it says, Heavy low. Heavy load, I got rid of my heavy load. Heavy load, heavy load, I got rid of my heavy load. Y'all help me. Heavy load, you say. Heavy load, I got rid of my heavy load. Yes, Lord. Heavy load, yeah. Y'all ready? I need you to clap your hands right here. Clap. 
Let's it take a few moments and put your feet on the floor. Everybody clap. Here's another one. Please I run on. See what the end's gonna be. Please I run on. See what the end's gonna be. Please I run on. See what the You better get by, you gonna keep running. I wanna see you clap your hands up. Put your hands on it. You might as well get up out of your seat and put your feet on. One more. Put your time in. Yeah, no. no. 
Thank you for being